This is the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squid. And this is episode number 30. Three, zero, 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 zero. Oh, that's too many zeros. 3,000 million? Just 30. 30. 30. The dirty 30. We're having a midlife crisis already. Dirty 30. That dirty 30. I think that's just for for that they got that name, just because girls are still hoeing around at thirty. <laughs> you ain't hoeing. No, cause I'm I already got my man. <laughs> I already caught me one. Uh, I already got me some of that. <sighs> well, Jackson, it's been a while. I know. I'm tired. Right. <laughs> I'm exhausted already, and we just started. Yeah. I mean, we did the movie review and everything, but uh, we took a break before then. Yeah. Because Jackson was in Amsterdam. Cha-cha, I was in the Netherlands. What, 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 what? Yeah. yeah. So since she wasn't here, I couldn't record anything. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd just be me going, what do you think, Jackson? And then crickets. Crickets? Yeah. Could have had a cricket. <laughs> just me your... talking to a cricket <laughs> for 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> probably you get been... the same response. <laughs> You're right. I would have gotten the exact same response. No difference. <laughs> for example chirp chirp so how was it it was amazing honestly so like, why'd you go there again i went to a festival for defcon one which is i don't know what defcon is it's hard style which is a uh, facet of uh, edm but hard style is more you know how there's trance and um house and um, uh, dubstep, trap, then there's also, there's hardstyle. And within hardstyle, there are different facets. Like, there's raw hardstyle, there's hardcore hardstyle, there's, uh... Okay, okay, I get it. hardcore, there's euphoric yeah, yeah, hardstyle. I get that there's a bunch of different types of electronic dance music. I get it. Yes. This is all hardstyle. It, so it's amazing. It's all fist-pumping, jumping up and down, like, it was... It was amazing, and the people out there are amazing. Nice. Uh, Did you see any sights? Yeah. After we 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 had to stay near the festival in this really tiny town called Hardwick, and we had a bus that took us to and from the festival, which I won't even get into. The bus was insane, and it hit a pole and possibly ran over a fat cat, but not sure. <laughs> um, which we called Fatty, and he came up to me. I called him, and he came up but to me. But you ran him over? Well, the bus might have. He didn't move. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, Fatty's okay. But Fatty didn't move. Fatty it was a move. giant bus, tiny, tiny, tiny road, had to make a U-turn, and Fatty didn't move. <laughs> he must have been used to uh, people. people. Yeah. yeah, he looked like that was his, where he posted up. Like, that was that was his cafe where he's like, okay, well, give me your cookies that come with your cappuccinos. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, Hardwick was really nice. It was had a lot of, it was like a beach town, like, right, right on the beach. And, um, and then afterwards, we stayed a week in Amsterdam. Okay. Which was insane. Amsterdam is so nice, and I got so used to walking everywhere that I kind of I do that now here, where during the weekends I, I want, I'd prefer to walk wherever I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. California is just so spread out. It's, it's, it's hard, which is why I want to move to L.A., so that everything's within walking distance, kind except of. for work. 
everything's kind of in walking distance in Los Angeles. It's it's still driving distance if you're not like if you're in a rush, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not just if you're in a rush. If you have things on the opposite ends, of, like I if when I was going to Otis, I wasn't within walking distance of anything. I mean, there was stuff around me that was walking distance, yeah, but I wasn't in the heart of downtown. Mm. You want to be in the heart of downtown if you want to like not even think about your car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I also, one of my favorite parts that actually sticks out more in my memory besides the cheese, hmm. which the Dutch love cheese, they, they make a, a joke constantly over and over and over again because the Dutch people are very tall. They're saying that in, here in Amsterdam, in the Netherlands, we are all tall because of all the cheese. Because <laughs> of all the cheese that they eat. And that's, that's adorable. Maybe that's why I'm tall. Because you eat a lot of cheese. I eat a lot of cheese. That makes no sense. I eat just as much cheese as you. I know, and you're short. Yeah. Well, you're average. Average. Sort of. I mean, but everybody, all the women were blonde and tall. So so you fit in. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't like it. I didn't feel special. Aw. Poor Jackson. But um, everyone was super nice. The public transit was amazing. I love taking the train and being able to go halfway across the country within a matter of hours. Yeah. And without you having to think about it, you just have to follow the train. Yeah. That's it. It was it was amazing. So you could live in a small town and work in Amsterdam or vice versa. Yeah. So everything no, the public is transportation very... uh, system here is re- awful. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't cater to it. We nope. cater to parking lots. Yep. Um. But one of my favorite things was that I, for two nights while we were in Amsterdam, I went to the red light district. <laughs> and it was insane. Well, now that I think about it, it was insane. At the time, I was underwhelmed. I mean, especially the first night, I was more mad. What were you mad about? Well, I didn't like them drawing on my boyfriend's chest with her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're gonna have to take a couple steps back. We went, I thought you were gonna say something like you you walked in down the street and it was just a normal street, so you're under. No, it is a normal street except that every window there's a naked girl in them. Okay, beckoning to you to come and play with her. Um, but I expected more out of the red light district. I didn't expect it to be as small as it is. Oh. And when we went to see the live sex shows. They didn't look like they were having any fun, which makes sense because they're doing it all the time. Yeah. But also, I mean, that just that takes away from the experience that you're having. You know, that you expect to see a live sex show to look better than what you do at home. And these look worse than what you're doing at home. Like, they're not into it, but at least you were into it when you're at home. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> but. One of the things was is that they asked for volunteers for when during the during the like they have a couple on stage they they do their thing a lot of times it's like a lot of oral and then just pounding and then and then it, the curtain closes on them and then there's a gr- a girl that dances um, by herself she also looked like she didn't really want to be there and. Uh, then she would ask for volunteers to come up, for people to come up stage and dance with her. And uh, pretty much it was just a lot of, uh, well, my boyfriend really wanted to go up and 
and uh, volunteer because he's that person. He loves volunteering. Even at the comedy store, he's volunteering. Mm-hmm. And they think he looked like an accountant for some reason. And Jeff Ross made fun of him for being an accountant. <laughs> Which is strange. But whatever. Um, and basically, they just danced with her all cutesy. Like, she twirled them around a bit. They, and then she put she peeled a banana, stuck it in her pussy, and then had each volunteer take a bite out of the banana. <laughs> Which was funny. I would not. That would be like, uh, no, the, the middle guy didn't want to do it. He kept shaking his head, and everybody's like, boo! I mean, but then, and then the girl next to him was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And she, she went in first. So that made it more comfortable for the other guys to follow her. Because yeah, yeah. it was a girl and two, two guys. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that at all. And then there was a, then after her, another couple goes up, and then they do their thing, and then the curtains close, and then another girl comes up in a more like uh, punk rock outfit than the uh, than the first girl. I want to say the first girl kind of looked like a schoolgirl with mm-hmm. no clothes on. And no clothes. On. <laughs> yeah. A schoolgirl with no clothes. Uh, on? Yeah, a schoolgirl with like barely anything on, okay. like a bra and panties. So, like that's it. Um, How'd you know she was a schoolgirl? Okay, well, the panties had, like, a frill on them. Like, a plaid frill. <laughs> so, it was, like, barely schoolgirl. Okay, I gotcha. Schoolgirl after dark. <laughs> but then this chick looked more like a dominatrix. And he and my boyfriend was like, like, can I go up? Can I go up? And I was like, oh, my God, if you really want to go up, you can go up. Like, But I better not hear shit from you <laughs> later that I didn't let you go up there. So, he went up there, and she grabbed him in his on his crotch and squeezed and he was looking at the ceiling the whole time trying not to move and then she made him take off his shirt lay down on the ground she put a sharpie in her pussy and wrote on his chest dick mm. <laughs> yeah he, and then he got back to the seat and he goes that one wasn't as much fun <laughs> Because honestly, that was that made me very, very mad. Why? Because I didn't like that. I didn't I, like her grabbing him. Uh, especially since the first girl with hers it was more fun and playful. It was like it was a banana. Yeah, but somebody came out in a dominatrix outfit and you didn't expect it to be different? <laughs> well, I didn't, didn't expect, expect it to be domineering. I didn't expect her to grab him. Well, uh, the way I, I look at it with a show like that, you would um, want the audience to think everything's going to be okay. So the easy stuff is always first. Always first. Yeah. Throw them off guard. Mm-hmm. And then somebody volunteers thinking, oh, I can handle something like that. But they don't want you to handle it. They like it when you blush and when you, like, look away and you're like, holy shit, I can't. <laughs> I can't even. I literally can't even. It's part of the it's part of the show. So if the, later you, <laughs> the later you hold them back, the more likely it's going to get crazy. And then that's all we did the first night. And then the second night, we went to the red light district. We went, got there a little earlier, and we ended up going to this bar, like called the Banana Bar, where it's they're known for their banana dances, and it's supposed to be, it's basically a strip club, like a famous strip club in Amsterdam, like a gentleman's club. So uh, we both went in there, and I got a lap dance. Hmm. And it was, it was so, it, it was, I, I actually recommend this to 
a lot of ladies out there, like, get a lap dance from a girl just once. I mean, it's it's an experience, especially a full-on lap dance, like the way she was going. Like, she had nothing on. Like, she was naked, super naked. Mm-hmm. And everything was in my face. She even put, put my face in between her boobs. And I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she started laughing and it was it was so funny at the end of the at the end of the dance she just like kissed me on my cheek and she was like you were wonderful <laughs> so I guess I must have just been refreshing <laughs> but it was it was a very interesting experience I'm glad I I'm glad I did it like it nice. was although I I did realize not not necessarily I'm not as uh, with the amount of women that I have in my basement, I would have thought I was more bisexual. But having a girl grind on you, I'm not. Congratulations. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought it was. <laughs> as much as I thought I would. It was just more... It was funnier than I <laughs> that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but yeah, like then a lot of cheese... We went to the Heineken factory uh, and watched how beer was made. Cool. Yeah, and their Heineken out there is delicious. I hate Heineken out here. It tastes nasty. But over there, it's... Well, it's fresh. It, well, not yeah, not only fresh, but it's smooth and crisp and it's insane. So why is it different here? I don't know. I don't know. Don't they we're we're American. We fuck everything up. <laughs> <laughs> On that happy note... Um, Comic-Con was this last week. Bunch of new stuff. We saw the new Thor trailer. Yeah, I had my my jaw was on the floor. It looks so good. It looks really, really good. I'm so excited. Oh, It kind of reminds me of, you know that episode of South Park where Kenny gets high off the cat pee? Oh, Major Boobage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. what is it? Heavy metal. Yeah. That 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 movie that they're making fun of. Yeah. It kind of looks like it's inspired a little bit by that. Yeah. No. It looks, Besides the boobs. It looks amazing. Um, I know that they're the reason why um they're putting um, God damn it. Well, the reason why both Thor and Hulk are in space is because they're gonna for Infinity Wars they're gonna meet um the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's cool. Yeah. So they're all gonna just cross into each other for Infinity Wars. I'm really excited. That looks amazing. Yeah, so a bunch of um, a bunch of geek stuff came out over the weekend. So I got hours of YouTube videos to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. Game of Thrones is back, but you haven't been watching it, have you? Uh, how much of the internet, like, how much of the internet stuff has spoiled you? Ed Sheeran. That's the only thing you got spoiled with? Mm-hmm. Anything from the last episode? Because it com- came on on Sunday. Mm-mm. I haven't even looked at the internet. One of it's it's so funny. I'm not going to talk about Game of Thrones because I don't want to spoil anybody. And it's still really, really fresh. And maybe after the season concludes, I'll have my full-on Game of Thrones like moment. But um, You're geek- geeking my, out? My geek out. But one of my favorite things to do right after watching a Game of Thrones episode is to go online because the shit people come up with is so goddamn funny. Like, <laughs> so goddamn funny. Ah, it was my favorite. I don't want to spoil anything, but all the stuff online is spoilers. This sucks. 
Anyway, Games of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Is Games back. of Thrones. Game of Thrones is back, and I'm really excited. I wish that you were watching it, because then we could have at least talked a little bit well, about I it. Well, I am watching it. I just haven't watched it yet. Then, then you're not watching it. You've watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, but, but I mean, I have, I have all. I have every intention of watching it. I just have. I literally have not had time. <laughs> I literally, the. <laughs> Um, the first episode had more, like, views than any other, like, it was the highest watched, um, episode in HBO history. Wow. 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 Yeah. It's crazy. I did start another show that you've seen. Which show? The one that, it's already done. Um, American Gods. I finally got around. I didn't finish it. You didn't finish? No, no, no. Um, I saw the first episode and half of the second, and I fell asleep. (laughs) Not because it was boring or anything, but literally it was was 2.30 in the morning. But, um, and, and... I didn't want to miss any of it either. It was I was pissed off when I woke up and it was done because I was like I'm gonna have to start from the beginning again because I don't want to miss anything. It's insane. It's so visually stimulating. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's and I love the show. guy that play, playing sh- playing Shadow Moon. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. It's perfect. Um, I think the last episode I saw was um, his girlfriend coming back. Oh, uh, Laura, Laura Moon. Mm-hmm. Miss Miss Laura. Yeah, it was her whole um, her whole experience with the afterlife and like um, her getting the coin on her and getting resurrected and and then her like saying um, hi puppy. Because uh, the last thing I saw was her him having a dream about her and she said that oh like like everyone told I thought me you were, caught up. No, I told you I only got one episode and a half. Okay, I thought you just said that you had finished it. Finished one episode and fell asleep on half of an episode. Ah, I thought you were done with it. No. No, that means I'm... I said uh, I started it. Okay, sorry. I thought you said you were finished. That's why I was telling you where I was. But then again, like, you read I've the read the book, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Um, I think that means I'm on episode five. But there's, like, ten episodes, right? I think so. Or eight. It's around... Yeah, it's, it's that just, kind of it's number. It's a short number of episodes. But I think I'm halfway through. It's amazing, though. It's... Oh, my gosh. And I love What's-His-Face... I'm, I can't believe I'm blanking on his his name. The one who's playing Anasi, the spider, the black guy, the spider, on the slave ship. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's, you're, it's gonna take me a while because it's fresh in your head. But yeah. I, the last time I saw it was when it was like live. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. 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 I know who you're talking about. Because there's a whole other book called The Nazi Boys, mm-hmm. and I have that too. And that was on my list of stuff to read. So now I have. I want to reread American Gods. I want to read Nazi Boys, and I want to read his North Norse mythology that Neil Gaiman has. Nice. So they all go very well together. Yeah, you know, I'm still I'm still reading American Gods, but I didn't want to get too far in the book because I didn't want the book to spoil anything for me in the show. Strange. So it's you want to s- kind of be hand in hand with them then? Uh, kind of. It's more like um. That's hard. The thing it's hard is, to do that. For me, when I read a book first and then I see the movie, I always have like this this thought in my head of oh that's different or oh, that's different or oh, that's different. Whereas when I watch a movie or a show and then you read it, yeah, and then I read the book. The book is like giving me special features and deleted scenes and it's like all this extra stuff. Where it's like actually when, when this is how it happens in the book, and I'm like oh this is so cool and. It, it kind of makes it extra. So I'd rather, because I was, or I had started reading American Gods because I liked the television show, and then I started getting ahead in the book, and I was like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't. 
So I stopped reading the book, and I was going to watch the next episode, but I'm waiting on Ma. Hmm. But yeah, I know we can probably finish those now. Um, but yeah, so the, it's just... Yeah, so I'm probably going to finish that. That's funny that you view book book reading and versus movie watching of the same content. That you view it like that. Well, yeah, because it's just that whenever you read a book first, then you have expectations for the movie adaptation. Whereas if I have no expectations for the movie adaptation, I feel like I can get a really good clean watch of it. Whereas the book's the book. The book will always be the final answer on all the knowledge. Oh. You know? So it's like getting... It's like... Um, it's like uh, I'm able to compare the book to the television show when I'm reading the book. And I'm like, oh, I love the way they did this. And oh, this translation of this is so great. And then there's certain things, oh, I like better in the book. And then later, as it sits in my head and it marinates, the book's authority is always going to be higher than the movies or the television shows. So I still end up six months later in the same feeling, but at least I got the fresh hit at the movie. Huh. Why, do you feel differently? Yeah. How do you feel? Whichever medium I feel handles the subject better. Then you think that one has authority over the other? Yeah. I think the one that the person that wrote the story has yeah. the highest authority. I mean, but not the highest authority, I don't feel. Because I, 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 sometimes someone else does it better, like does a better translation. Uh, example. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you just threw that in my face. <laughs> Holy shit. The thing, the books, uh, yeah, the books are so convoluted and. Yeah, I just couldn't, I didn't like reading in Brands for Yeah, they're, they're not, they're not fun to read, I don't feel. Yeah, but the show is so much the fun. The show is fun, yeah. So I feel like the show did it better and I feel like the show has more authority than the books. Also, no, they grew your, beyond it. Well, George George R. R. Martin, um, he hasn't finished. I know. So the show is past the point of the books now. Yeah. I also feel like True Blood was also another one. Yeah. Where it was because the, the book the, was kind of basic. It was very basic, yeah. and the show brought in a whole Alan Ball flavor, mm-hmm. a six feet under type, like macabre. Yeah. nature that Macabre. it didn't have in yeah, the book. Yeah, humor though. Like it was Yeah. Remember the the commercials, the fake commercials for the coffins and stuff? That was amazing. That like those from that promotional uh it, it made me watch it. It, yeah. it was like, okay, then this is my show cuz they and, get me. And they it get was this so and it was so it was it was so there were so many more layers to the show than there was in the book. Wow, you know they're both HBO shows. Yeah. And yeah. two different genres completely. One's One's fantasy, fantasy the ones. other one's paranormal, supernatural. Yeah. Let me let me think. Like that's just two off the top of my head. What about Dexter? That one's another one. Right, Michael uh, honestly, C. Hall made Dexter because Dexter the me. book was basic too. Yeah. But the show it grew beyond. It's it's the show. See, that's what I'm telling you. Is that whichever one takes authority? I I feel like it's the one who does it better. I, you know what, I, I completely respect that. I really do. Because when I was saying my analogy, I was thinking movies. Because movies, it's so hard to take a, take a book and turn it into a movie. But when you've got a television series, you can do you can not just the out. book, but more than the book. And concepts that the book couldn't hit. You're right. I, I concede. I agree that when it comes to television shows, sometimes the show is better, or... Sometimes the show is better than the book, and then when it's movies, the book is always better. 
I don't know if that's true either. I need longer to think about it, though. You sure? Yeah. How much longer? Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Is that your measurement of time? No, what I'm saying, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, the movies were better than the books. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I've, I felt like I... Because I really liked the movies, and I really liked the books. But when I think back now, I enjoyed the movies more. Uh, okay, I'd say they're about equal for me, though. Because when I read the book, I remember thinking that I liked the characters a lot more. Like, there was something about the actors or the actresses. I would say that Carmen. Made me a that bit Carmen was, a, was one that she depreciated in the movie. Yeah. But that was also because I'm not too huge a fan of America Ferrera. But I then Blake Lively's character, I loved because of Blake Lively. I, think I thought her character in the book was a hoe. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Blake Lively made her character. Like, made yeah, her character. Because we barely got to see her character mm-hmm. in the books, honestly. And uh, Amber Tamblyn, she knocked that out of the park Amber with with, yeah. with the little kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. For me, they're equal because the movie has its bad and the book has its bad. They're the same to me. But for the most part, movies they have to leave out so much of the book, like so much of it that the book to me is special feature. True, but I also. I okay. Well, my my theory is is that whichever one does it better, that one's the one that has it has the authority. It does it better according to you. Yes. <laughs> okay then. It's a very subjective uh, rule, but I have decreed. I have decreed that from here on forth, <laughs> whichever shall be better, be is it which, movie or book. Or Shall be the one with the most authority. <laughs> the one I like best. Also known as Jackson's favorite. <laughs> In the entertainment section, <laughs> these are hard-hitting articles. Christopher Nolan explains why Tom Hardy covers his face in films. <laughs> what? Just because he did Bane. It's Not just one. Bane, but also in, um, uh, they have a picture here of Dunkirk mm-hmm. with him <laughs> covered all the way. Mad Max. Ma- yeah, Mad Max and, uh, the one with, uh, the, the big the bear. The big bear. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. And... Basically, he he just Christopher Nolan is just saying that it started as an experiment, saying that he can act with one eye more than other people can with their whole body. <laughs> so now they just so now face. he's just saying no. In Dunkirk, I'm gonna only let one eye be viewed and maybe an eyebrow, <laughs> because he said that with what he could do with Bane, yeah. with only two eyes some eyebrows and a bit of forehead uh, he said is more than he's he can expect from most actors so that's why he said for Dunkirk he only gets one eye <laughs> one <laughs> eye and, a, and maybe an eyebrow and that's it just that's to cute. see what he could do <laughs> but yeah he is it's just an article about him, Christopher Nolan just praising Tom Hardy that's cute I thought that was, I thought that was funny since we're both huge fans of Tom Hardy He's amazing. 
And uh, the other article, that's all that was on that article. <laughs> the other one, sad news, oh. RIP. Microsoft Paint will be killed off in the latest version of Microsoft Windows. No. Which has been around from 1985 Not to 2017. That's how people made their that, ghetto That's players. how everyone learned how to how to, that's play what, with the cursor and I, shit. Yeah, that was like the main thing you did when your teacher wasn't looking in glass. Yeah, you just paint. Opened up paint and you did some bullshit smiley faces. Yeah. So pretty much in the next Windows 10 update, that one's just not going to be there. It's not going to be included. That sucks. Yeah. So I just thought that that was it was worth mentioning that it was a program that's older than the both of us, and we'll always have fond memories in our hearts. But yeah, Rip after paint. thirty after thirty two years, paint is dead. Hmm. Sucks. They're also going to be mixing Outlook Express, too. Because no one uses that shit. But no one also cares. Everyone cares about paint. <laughs> okay, we have me like you like you. Well, uh, you already know this, but I um, have recently entered a writing competition mm -hmm. for flash fiction yes and um it's already been submitted and it, i won't know until uh september whether or not i move on to the next round but i want to say that my likey is the nyc midnight uh writing competitions oh nice Mostly because today um, I joined the forums and put my my story up for people in my group and for the rest of the groups to actually look over. Mm -hmm. So everyone, I can actually see who I'm up against and read their stuff. Um, and honestly, I read a lot of cool stories today. Nice. I, and I look forward in the in the coming weeks to going through and and either going through and uh, encouraging or giving help to people who I feel like need it or if there's something that I that I can contribute any type of criticism or just encouragement like it's it's pretty cool like I mean I read a fantasy novel about squids uh earlier today and I thought it was pretty interesting you mean about me not not squid squid alien squid so about to me. you so yes. me okay the it's called abomination. As long as it's about me, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not an abomination. Yeah, but if it was about you, that was the title of the story. No, well, thank you. Uh -huh. I'm the abominable squid. No, you're just an abomination. Abominable should have been, been shot years ago. Squee! <laughs> but I think it's a pretty good outlet. I mean, I didn't think I'd be able to do it, and because you only get two days to write mm -hmm. the story. And uh, I'm pretty proud of my of mine, and uh, I look forward to moving on in the competition. Hopefully, crossing I fingers. hope you move on. I really do, because I, I can't wait to see what you do with the next thing. We can put a link to it on the Facebook if you want to. Could uh, out people outside the competition see your stuff? You actually you can in the forum. That you can actually look at it. Nice. Um, they said that that's why they said that if you do a link in. Uh, to your Google Drive, make it. You should do that, and give only permissions to view it, mm -hmm. so that way that people can't copy and paste it 
um, or that you can actually, because once it's pasted into the forum, they said that you can't delete it once it's there. So at least with if, if the link is to your Google Drive, you can change your permissions in the Google Drive later. Yeah. So they're just trying to keep you safe and yeah. your stuff safe. People from safe. taking your stories. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, well, um, I'll, we can put a link in the You Don't Make Gen- Friends with Giant Squids uh, Facebook page. Yeah. So, you at home, whoever's listening. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you guys, you, you can read her story. It's a really good story. Yeah. So, I hope you, I really do hope that you continue on. It depends. I've read, like, three out of the, I think there were eight people in my group. Mm-hmm. For Only one person in your group moves forward? Uh, I'm not sure. Cause you said that you were in a group, which usually means that they're. I think so. I think the the either the top two move on or the f- top one moves on. How do you think group? you fare compared to everybody else? So far, from what I've read, um, I like mine better. But I don't know if that's just you my preference. Cocky. And yeah, I mean, cause uh, but then again, I haven't read them all yet. That's true. So it just depends. Well. I'll be rooting for you. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Guess what my me likey is? It's your me likey. I'll give you a hint. Game of Thrones. You mean the show that surpassed its origins in novel form? Yeah, so Game of Thrones is my me likey. Cause I like it so much. Ah, there's a there's a preview for next week, and it looks like Jon Snow's gonna finally meet Khaleesi. Ah, oh yeah, and he's he... gonna meet her. I'm so excited. Oh, I feel like one of those kids, you know, the kid energy that's just so hyped up. She should just tell him, you know nothing. <laughs> Why? Because it works so well for the last chick. Yeah. <laughs> She really should. Ah, oh, I'm so excited. Jon Snow meeting the Khaleesi's with the Tyrions. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, Tyrion liked Jon Snow. Oh, yeah. Tyrion liked Jon Snow a bunch. But I like Jon Snow, and I like Tyrion, and I like Khaleesi, so I want them all, all your to favorites. Together. Yeah, all my favorites in Fa- one room. When all your favorites are together, they're less likely to die. Or are they more likely? Shut your face. You need to shut your face, because I know in my heart of hearts, that somebody I love is going to die. Because they've already killed so many people this season. <sighs> it's only been two episodes. And, like, because there's a drinking game, like, where you drink every single time somebody dies in Game of Thrones. And it's, like, within the first seven minutes, <laughs> I just showed people drunk on the floor. Because <laughs> so many fucking people die. That's ridiculous. It's blood, bla- blood, 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 It's a bloodbath. It's crazy. I think I need to watch the last episode again. Of last season. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what happened. Oh. I think a battle. (laughs) I think a Mm. battle. No, I think the episode before the last episode of last season was the Battle of the Bastards. Uh Uh-huh. And then there was the episode after that kind of concluded everything with Cersei and blowing up the Citadel. And the kid jumping out the roof Mm -hmm. or jumping out the window. Cersei taking over and um, Arya slitting the throat of the dude that, like, uh, Walder Frey. It was like the last five seconds. I don't remember. Yeah, you should probably watch the episode again. Yeah, so Game of Thrones is mommy likey. Watch it. HBO, Sunday, last season. Ah!
<laughs> so excited. Oh my god, there's dragons. No no need to watch the Confederates though. Yeah, I heard they got a lot of backlash for announcing that. Yeah. It's cause right now there's too much tension. Yeah, they don't they don't need to to glorify the Confederacy. Yeah. That's a that's a big that's a big thing. It's one thing to do it that's with the fantasy. Of, you know what? World. That's kinda how I feel about Hulu's show, The Handmaiden's Tale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I really want to watch it, but I hear it gets really good reviews though. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone's critically acclaimed, even Bladell. Yeah. No, I- I'm hearing that I'm hearing it's amazing. I'm seeing all the accolades and shit. It's just it's too close to home right now. I don't want to watch more female persecution. I just can't. And suppression and being an incubator and No, it's it's the same it's the same type of backlash for me. I just can't watch that right now. I'm not in a happy place. Not in a happy female place. Nope, nope. Okay, let's say goodbye. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Jackson. And um, the abominable, abominable, abominable. Sounds like abominable. (laughs) (laughs) Abominable. There it is. Abominable squid. Took me a while, but I got there. Uh, (laughs) I got there. It counts. Yeah. You don't like any of my. You are such a chore. <laughs> so. Bye. Mean. Bye, everybody. Go Forgive back. her. <laughs> Forgive. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Goodbye, people who appreciate me more than this yeah, one. Yeah, your abdominables. <laughs> <laughs> uh, screw off. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Yidemfwigs. That's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out SydneyLangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.